Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. A lot to digest. Come on in, stay a while. Matt Hasselbeck, former quarterback, member of NFL Countdown on the Mothership, will join us. Our good buddy Ross Tucker stops by as well. Phone calls, as we do every Monday. Best and worst of the weekend, what you saw that you liked, you didn't like. We'll uh, recap the playoff. Playoff scenario, national title game coming up tonight. We'll look at the draft picks, the draft order based off yesterday's results. Stat of the day brought to you as always by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Also, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Get ready for the postseason. Use the code PATRICK for a special offer when you sign up. That's code PATRICK only at DraftKings Sportsbook. I mentioned the national title game. Kirby Smart left Alabama to become the head coach at Georgia, and the Bulldogs have become maybe the most dominant team in college football. Certainly the last two years undefeated this year, and they're a prohibitive favorite coming up tonight against TCU in the national title game. Defense has been great, holding the opposition under 16 points per game. Stetson Bennett has been a wonderful quarterback for this team the last two years. Trying to go back-to-back, Bet, uh, Stetson Bennett went to uh, New York as a Heisman Trophy finalist, but TCU has shown an ability to show up in big games. Hard to put them away, even though they're double-digit underdogs coming up tonight. But if Alabama, uh, you know, Alabama's got to be looking at this saying, we used to be the powerhouse in college football. If Georgia wins tonight, back-to-back titles, the gold standard in college football may officially reside in Athens, Georgia. But... TCU feels like they're a big underdog, almost like when Butler played Duke in the national title game. But TCU is probably more like Gonzaga from the standpoint of they've been a really good program for a long time. Now, Gonzaga's graduated where they're getting great players, top players in the country, and no longer an underdog. But TCU, when Gary Patterson was there, they were a quality team, played great defense, and uh, Sonny Dykes has done a wonderful job. Max Duggan. Max Duggan wasn't even going to be your starter. They weren't even ranked in the preseason. And here they are in the national title game. That's why when you hear, you know, these teams that get into the Final Four and you're going to have these mismatches, and now if you go to 12 teams, all you want is a chance. And it's one game. It's not the best of seven, not the best of five, not the best of three. And that's why I love the playoffs. I love the opportunity for somebody to give us a story. Now, if Georgia wins, okay. Georgia, start to finish, was the best team. No doubt about it. But if TCU wins, this will be one of the great stories in recent college football history. And that's what we root for. If you don't have any rooting interest in Georgia or TCU, you may be rooting for a surprise outcome here. 
And maybe you get that tonight with TCU. But Georgia has been dominant. Stetson Bennett has done everything that you can ask a 25-year-old quarterback to do. (laughs) And uh, as a result, they're big favorites coming up tonight. we got a play of the day, stat of the day, poll question. Your phone call is always welcome, as we do every Monday, best and worst of the weekend. Tyler, operator, standing by, 877-3DP-SHOW. Say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Thank you. That's our streaming partner. You can download the app and you can watch this program. You can also dial us up, uh, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio, and uh, the great affiliates around the country. Yes, Paulie. If I'm Stetson Bennett, I petition for a six-year. Okay. There's no way I'm going pro. I'd rather be the Georgia quarterback than a backup with the uh, – the Titans. Or well, didn't Sam Hartman, did he get a uh, sixth year sure. at Notre Dame? I would never leave. Yeah. All right. Poll question, Seton. What do you have for me today? Well, Paul, I just sent over a couple of dudes, uh, dude poll questions. There's okay. dude disappointing and dude positive. Okay. Let's go dude disappointment. Dude. By the way, the teams that didn't make the playoffs are far more interesting. Today, we have plenty of time to talk about the great stories. Seattle gets in. Detroit, you know, play the role of spoiler. Somehow the Dolphins got in with an 11-6 to final against the Jets there. The Jags, a great story as well, getting into the postseason. But it's the teams that didn't get in that are far more interesting today. All right, Seton. Uh, what team would you be most disappointed in or do you find most disappointing this season? Uh, and there's a bunch of options for you. The Cardinals are super disappointing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Raiders, obviously. Mm-hmm. Broncos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rams. Colts. Browns. Packers. Packers? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would put the Packers at the top. And, and Denver, really? and Denver, yeah, because it's still Aaron Rodgers, good defense. Uh, a lot of people, including yours truly, thought that they were a Super Bowl caliber team. And that's a big disappointment. And you're losing at home. Like, Aaron Rodgers didn't come up with a clutch game. Do you know, of all the quarterbacks who started every game this year, one quarterback didn't have at least 300-yard passing game. Yes, Paul? I'm going to guess Aaron Rodgers. Yes! Yep. Yes! Nailed it. Ow! Stat of the day! Stat of the day! Stat of the day! Stat of the day! This is the stat of the day! Seven quarterbacks started all 17 of their team's games this season, but Aaron Rodgers failed to record a 300-yard passing game. The first quarterback to do so in a season since Josh Allen did it a couple years ago in 2019. That's remarkable. If you said at the beginning, you know, there's, there's quite a few of the, if you would have told me at the beginning of the year, and that's, that would be one of them. Looking back and you go, oh my gosh, didn't throw for 300 yards. You know, the, the Broncos, I think, Ended up with, what, five wins? What was the over-under? Because we thought Seattle was tanking, and, and it turns out the Broncos gave you a record that seemed like they were tanking. But a big win yesterday, Todd. you got to be proud of your Broncos. We're building something towards yes. next season. A new coach is coming, 5-12. and 12, Here we come. <laughs> yes, well, he- the preseason over-under in wins for the Broncos was 10. Yeah. Dun, 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 they dun, just dun. missed that one. Yes, they did. Packers was 11. Yeah. Rams, 10 and a half. Uh, a couple other teams that stunk. How about the Colts? 10 wins was a predicted number. Yes, Todd. When the schedule first came out and I saw Christmas Day, Broncos, Rams, new quarterback Russell Wilson against the defending champs, I almost made plans with my son to spend half the uh, Christmas vacation in L.A. and go to that game, and we all saw 51-14 happen and two 4-10 and teams play. Each other. That would have been a total disaster. Yeah. Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure your son's happy to hear that you didn't buy those tickets yeah. for him. Yeah. You're famous for not doing something. I like to plan things but yeah, as far do. as you know, seeing it you know, yeah. to its fullest and fulfilling those plans. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. Like I can plan, and then it gets right up to it, and I go, nah, I'm sick of that. I don't want to. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. The playoff matchups, Seattle is a 10.5-point underdog. <laughs> Chargers are a 1.5-point favorite at the Jags. Dolphins at Buffalo. I got the Dolphins, according to DraftKings, 10.5-point underdogs. Giants at the Vikings. The Giants are a three-point under, three underdog. Ravens and the Bengals, again, 
This time, the Ravens are six-and-a-half-point underdogs. Don't know if Lamar Jackson's going to play, but that would certainly uh, change the line. I think it was, was Baltimore an 11 or 11-and-a-half-point underdog in Cincinnati yesterday? That's without Lamar Jackson, and he's going to be about a touchdown difference maker on the line, I would think, if he's going to play. Yes, Paulie? That Dolphins-Bills line, the Dolphins are getting 11. I don't know if they've declared their quarterback yet. I think there's three guys in place, Skyler, Teddy, two gloves, and Tua. Mm. I'm surprised that line's not off the board. And the Cowboys are their three-point favorites against Tampa Bay at Tampa Bay? That's right. Whoa. Okay. Two double-digit underdogs coming up this this weekend. Okay. You know, the Chargers-Jags, uh, Chargers on the road going to Jacksonville, and uh, one-and-a-half-point favorites there. What else do we have, Seton? I'm going to save the, uh, the positive dudes Ooh. for the next hour. Okay. Um, we it, haven't really gotten into this one yet, but the end of the Texans game. Okay. Should the Texans have kneeled on that two-point conversion? No. You can't do it. You can't be that obvious. Like, if you wanted to do something, it should have been going with a different quarterback. But if you win, then you lose the number one pick overall. It was a fourth and 20. The Colts DB (laughs) whiffed on an interception. Instead of knocking it down, he whiffed on it. They score. Then they go for a two-point conversion, and that was the difference. They end up winning. They lose the number one pick, and Lovey Smith gets fired. Other than that, nothing at stake in that game. Yes, Todd. I also believe in karma. If you blatantly blow the game like that to get the number one pick, somehow that's going to work out very badly for you. You're going to pick someone that's going to end up being a disaster and not what you thought he was going to be. But it was the best move for your franchise. It would have been the best move for your franchise to take a knee. Now, I don't know if you're punished by the NFL. If the NFL would find the franchise... Because that would be direct tanking, where you're going, we are trying to lose this game. Right. That, that's not like putting in Nate Peterman to make sure you lose. This is a, a play where you're not being competitive. Yeah. <laughs> I would think that they would find the franchise quite a bit there. And would they make you forfeit that pick? Or would they do? I, I mean, that's competitiveness. I mean, you know, when you're protecting the shield, it's about what is right. You know, that makes sure that you're being competitive. A lot of people have money. You know, the, the betters with a money line bet on something like that. It all comes down now to gambling and, you know, having the authenticity of everybody is trying to play. Now, you can start a quarterback who probably shouldn't start, and then you could pretty much do the damage that you need to do, and that is, hey, we're competitive. You know, coaches will always say this. Hey, we're putting the best product. I mean, those guys want to win. Yeah, but the players you put out there, Derek Jeter, when Jeter was with the Marlins, he's like, those guys, I take offense to that. Those guys really want to win there. You're not putting good players out there. You could put the Danettes out there, and we'd be like, we're trying. We're not any good. Yeah, Seton. Resting your starters isn't being competitive. Well, you can do that because you have to. You want to protect them. They're nicked up, and the bigger picture is the playoffs. So, you, so you're, it's okay to look ahead at the bigger picture and disrupt the competitive balance of this game to look ahead. Yes, and have, but you can't do that for the draft. But you can do that for well, the playoffs. You, but you can't take a knee at the end of the game and go. You know what? We scored a touchdown. Oh, we, big picture. We're we looking ahead to building the franchise. <laughs> we're looking ahead. It's, All right, it's a different picture we're looking at, but you can. You can say, look, we're going to have a top draft pick. Uh, We want to see if we have a quarterback on the roster. Now, I would say, you know, by the 17th or 18th week of the season, and, and sooner than that, if you have a quarterback in waiting. But if you're the Texans, could they have started somebody else and ensured that they got the number one overall pick? Davis? It's like, it's like they go, oh my God, we can win this game. Now, what do we do? I, I would love to know ownership. McNair watching that game going, okay, fourth and 20. All right, we got no shot. Hey, but, but we're competitive. We played. Wait, we just scored a touchdown. Wait, we're going for two. Wait, if we score two, then we don't get the number one pick. No, we don't. No, you don't. 
Yay! We score. We don't want yay. the number one pick. Yeah. We don't even want it. No, no, we want the number two pick. Nobody wants the yeah. number one pick. Yeah, Paul. The draft order right now is Bears, a Texans, Cardinals who don't need a quarterback, Colts who do with the four pick, Seattle with the pick from Denver with the fifth pick, Detroit at six, Las Vegas at seven. Mm. Could the Cardinals trade their pick to get Sean Payton? <laughs> Would it take a first? But the permission. Oh yeah, I think I think the Saints oh. are asking for a first round pick. I think so. And I don't know. I think Denver is already engaging with Sean Payton reportedly, and he admitted that uh, over the weekend on Fox. But I think it's gonna it's gonna take at uh, least a first round pick for Sean Payton. Yes, Todd. They made it sound like Denver gave up their first round picks for like the next twenty years to the Seahawks. So what? What are they? What first round picks do they have to even offer to get Sean Payton? Kind of twenty twenty nine draft. Kind of spent too much time on the Broncos. Way really? too much time. All right. Nobody cares. That's kind of a big deal that Sean Payton's in the mix for that job. Yeah, okay. Let me wait. Let me wait until you know. So is Jim Harbaugh. No, he's enthusiastically getting ready to no, coach Michigan. Next that's week. just it. He's enthusiastically ready to coach Michigan, and then his name comes up in Denver, and I go, "What's going on here?" No? He fully expects to be enthusiastically okay, but you coaching. never know. <laughs> but you never know. He said, "At this time, my plans At are." At this juncture, all right. We'll get to phone calls, best and worst of the weekend, and uh, coming up next, we'll talk to Matt Hasselbeck on loan from NFL Countdown on the Mothership. And uh, we'll settle on our poll question. Glad to have you on board on this Monday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. DraftKings is ready to help you if you need help. And don't we all? NFL playoff pictures locked in, ready to go. DraftKings, the sportsbook and official sports betting partner of the NFL, kick off the road to the Super Bowl. New customers can bet just $5, get $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers get a no-sweat bet each day of the wild card round this weekend. You place any NFL bet of your choice. If it loses, you'll get free a free bet back up to $10. Action so good, why bet NFL playoffs anyplace else? That's DraftKings Sportsbook. And uh, down, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code PATRICK. Fritzy. 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ohio. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Bonus issued at... Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They fight, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, just I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. We talk a lot about home field advantage in the postseason. Not what it used to be. If I look back on the last four postseasons, home teams, 5-5, five and 6-4, five, 6-6, six and 7-5 six and six, and in the playoffs. So the home team in the last four years of the postseason, 24 wins, the road teams have won 20 of those games. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. They say good things come to those who wait. Mercedes-Benz SUV family proves otherwise. It takes no time at all to set up a test drive at your local Mercedes-Benz dealer. Learn more, mbusa.com. Breaking NFL news. Seton O'Connor, our correspondent with the news. Seton. Dan, this is a storyline that a lot of people have been following, uh, and we finally got some clarity on the future of arguably the greatest to ever do it in the NFL. Oh, whoa, whoa. That's early. Okay. Is this a Tom Brady update? Uh, okay, it has to do with the Patriots, Dan. You were right on the... Uh, Bill okay. Belichick has announced he will be back next season. He will season. be back. Yes. Yes. Okay. Woo. The Patriots have announced Bill Belichick will return for 2023. Oh, I know. There was speculation out there that uh, he was maybe going to take another job. I was thinking... Miss the playoffs? Yeah. Hello? Yeah, yeah. Wait, didn't you have Aaron Rodgers, Bill Belichick, and Tom Brady all end up with the same records this year? <laughs> Does that sound about right? And one's in the playoffs. Yes, one is in the playoffs at home hosting a game. And uh, the Cowboys are three-point favorites at Tampa Bay. Uh, I got something for you. This is the first season in NFL history in which five head coaches in their first season with their team made the playoffs. Kevin O'Connell, the Vikings, Todd Bowles, Buccaneers, Brian Dable with the Giants, Doug Peterson, the Jags, and Mike McDaniel with the Dolphins. Let's bring in Matt Hasselbeck, ESPN NFL analyst and contributor to Sunday NFL Countdown. He's on the panel with Randy Moss and Teddy Bruschi, Rex Ryan, Sam Ponder. Saturday and Sunday of Super Wild Card Weekend. You can watch them at 10 a.m. Eastern, both days on the Mothership. Good to see you again, Matt. Let me start with the poll question. Seton, give Matt the poll question today. What team was most disappointing this season? Your options were, uh, and there's a bunch of them. Come on. Most disappointing? Oh, it's obvious? Denver. For me, it's Denver. I mean, people were picking the Denver Broncos to win the Super Bowl. Um, but that was just, I think it shocked everybody. I'm curious who you would put ahead of Denver. I would say Green Bay because I think everybody thought the NFC was open for the taking. And, you know, you lost Devontae Adams, but you still had a good defense, good running attack, and you had some young receivers in there. Yeah, they lost Devontae Adams. I feel like we talked about that a lot. You know, last year, I think everyone just said that the Denver Broncos are a franchise quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender. They go out and give Russell Wilson basically a quarter of a billion dollars they go get a new uh, head coach who was, you know, Aaron Rodgers, BFF in Green Bay. And I think you expected that to be the, you know, they had everything else. And we also thought that was going to be the best division in football. And that division was, I mean, that was, that was a huge disappointment. So, no, I, I, I mean, just one vote, but yeah. I'm, I'm giving, it, giving it to the Denver Broncos. Is that job enticing to like Sean Payton, Denver? If you want to be married to Russell Wilson, it's enticing. 
you know, and so there's some coaches that have a vision for to how to get him back to be a player that is one of the better quarterbacks in the league, not one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. And so if you have that vision, then yeah, it's a great job. But if you're a guy like Pete Carroll, maybe be an example of, hey, that I don't want that. That's not what I want. What I want is just a legion of boom type defense, great special teams and a running game that can travel. And then every once in a while, we'll, we'll take our shots. Our quarterback will use his legs every once in a while not playground ball but like you know honestly the way geno smith played this year Mm -hmm. geno smith played so well this year he played like russell wilson had previously always played and uh and that's the formula that pete carroll is looking for he's not looking for you know a quarterback that can cook so to speak but if you're seattle you got the fifth pick in the draft are you are you amazing are you signing up geno smith and for how long? And do you use that fifth pick on a quarterback? I think you can do both things. I think Geno quarterback Geno Smith has earned the right to be the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. There's no doubt about that. Um, you know, at a certain price for sure. But but I think he has earned the right. And it's really funny because had the Detroit Lions not knocked off the Green Bay Packers, I think a lot of the talk would have been like, oh, Geno couldn't have even got him into the playoffs. But since the Detroit Lions <laughs> knocked off the Green Bay Packers, now the Seahawks are in the playoffs. <laughs> I know firsthand Pete Carroll can do some damage once he gets in the tournament and Geno Smith really he played I thought he played outstanding this year I was really really impressed with how he played but so now the narrative is like oh Geno Smith breaking these records he's got his teams in the playoffs like he could do damage and I believe he can like I I think Geno Smith you know the thrower has been great the leader has been great and the guy using his legs when necessary has really been underrated as well so yeah he's the guy now if you want to develop a younger guy along the way but like that could be drew lock and you could spend your money elsewhere but no huge huge credit to what the seattle seahawks have done this year um based on how everyone was talking about them at the end of last year or even the start of this year Body language, Aaron Rodgers walking off the field last night told you what? Um, he's a human being that, um, this is, I'll say this, when you're the quarterback of a franchise, just the regular starting quarterback, franchise quarterback, the weight of the world is on you during the season. It's seven days a week, it's all of it. So now try, try to become uh, Aaron Rodgers, like maybe the best quarterback that's ever played for that franchise, certainly one of them. And now the weight of what every move that he makes that gets scrutinized, you could see the weight of it, like a big exhale. This has been a hard season. And I would just say this in my NFL career, some years were easier than others. Like if I was healthy throughout the season, it was a lot of fun. Like I had a, I had a blast, but if I was dealing with like a broken thumb or broken ribs or a sprained jaw or like some random thing, it's like, it takes the joy out of football a little bit. It makes it feel like a job. It makes it feel like work instead of making it feel like fun. I'm playing a kid's game. And so I think there was a lot on Aaron Rodgers this year that way. And, and he probably, Quite honestly, I think that's probably the last time he'll play for the Green Bay Packers. That's what I wondered. That's why I was reading the body language, that he almost was taking it in. Somebody wanted to swap jerseys with him, and he says, no, I'm keeping this one. Well, if you're playing next season, I don't – if anything, I would want to shed that jersey that I just wore and we just lost and we didn't make the playoffs. Is that fair to read into it like that? You know what? I think there's such finality at the at the end of any season when you don't know it. I mean, listen, I, I was on the stinking practice squad when I started out in Green Bay. And then I was the backup quarterback, but the starting holder, I mean, for field goals and extra points. And I remember it was a game, I think it was Christmas Eve, maybe, but like we're playing Tampa and it was my last game ever as a Packer as the holder on field goals. I remember, you know, we'd shake hands with the team. We say a prayer with the other team. We walk off the field. And I remember just soaking it in because that atmosphere is so special there. Anyone that's ever been to Lambeau knows exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm walking off the field for the last time, a game that I literally was holding extra points and field goals for Ryan Longwell. And I mean, obviously, you know, and I was getting like a little bit choked up. I'm like, wow, this has been such a special experience. (laughs) 
if I get traded or if I'm on a different team next year, I want to remember this. And that was me, like three years in Green Bay. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers. He's probably looking up there like, hmm, I wonder where they're going to put my name. Are they going to fit it in between <laughs> Bart Starr and Ray Nitschke? Oh, Don Hudson's got a spot next to him. Oh, what about Reggie White? You know, like it's completely different. So, I mean, he's a human being in every talk show and every, you know, we're going to talk about it all offseason. But um, these are real people and, and, and he's no different. We're talking to Matt Hasselbeck, ESPN NFL analyst, and in the postseason, NFL Countdown's the place to go with Randy Moss, Teddy Bruschi, Rex Ryan, and Sam Ponder. They'll be there on Saturday and Sunday of Wild Card Weekend, 10 a.m. Eastern on both days. Would you have had a problem if the Texans decided to take a knee on the two-point conversion? Heck yeah, I would have had a problem. Heck yeah. Um uh, but I, I also wouldn't have had a problem if they tried like a trick play and they acted like they were going for an extra point and then they <laughs> ran a trick play. They ran the fake field goal that they, you know, they have okay. in the playbook. They've been practicing it all season. It's week 18. It would be legendary. <laughs> like that's kind of what I actually was hoping for. Um, not just some like random two point play, you know, a five yard tight end out route, but no, listen, I'll say this, like, you know, I know fans and people in the media and all this are already thinking about the draft. But when you're a football player, like you're competing and those guys in that locker room, every locker room that I was in, I don't care if you're playing rock, paper, scissors for your per diem money. Like you care and you're competitive. That's why you are where you are in your career. You're in the career that you're in. So this idea of sort of like tanking or not trying your best. Um, I don't know if they do that in other sports. It's certainly not something I've ever, ever even felt an inkling towards with coaches or players in, in the NFL. If you're the Cowboys, you're Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott. What are you taking away from that loss in Washington going into Good Tampa? lesson because they, they look like the absolute worst team, worst playoff team um yesterday and this would be this is you know what it looked like to me it looked like the third preseason game that's what it looked like to me and and having sort of made this mistake myself in my career sometimes in the preseason the head coach i remember mike holmgren would say okay starters you're gonna play um you're gonna play a quarter and a half or something like that like we're not resting you we're playing you but you're not really all the way in just the goal is to get out of this game healthy you know and the mindset like for me anyway i couldn't i wasn't a very good player if i was sort of like playing not to get hurt i had to be all the way freaking in all the way in i need to be like confident throw and throw the ball with conviction uh play tough and gritty and like basically you know how you would normally play football in the preseason it's almost like ah uh, yeah this is a little different and you got one foot in one foot out it's a terrible way to play and you don't look like the kind of player that you are and i thought the dallas cowboys in the run game they stunk uh they, they really stunk in a lot of areas it was bad quarterback play for a quarterback that's not a bad player so i think there's a lesson there uh will it affect them going forward in the next week no it's probably a lesson they learned for next year maybe but um but they really look bad, and they're and they're not a bad team. What do you do if you're Sean McVay? I, th I don't think he's going to coach next year. I really don't. And I've spent a little bit of time with Sean McVay, and I didn't know him before I did. And then the first time I met him, I'm like, wow, this guy is a genius. He's a grinder. Like, when does he sleep? Um, at some point, like, it's just too much. Like, you need a breather. Like, listen, I coached high school football this year, and every loss I took really hard. It's tough. I don't know if people understand the grind that coaching is. And then when you're sort of, a, I don't want to call him a micromanager, but he, he could tell you what the nickel defender is supposed to do in every scenario. It's like almost like it's almost too much. And so, like, I could see him, he's 36 years old, I believe. I could see him taking a breather and then being the hottest name in, co in the coaching search, coach searches from here on out. And he'll take a step back. Some coaches have taken a step back, taken a year off, Doug Peterson, Mike McCarthy, Tom Coughlin, a bunch of guys, and they've come back a better version of themselves. And, uh, you know, it'd be, it would stink for the Rams, it would stink for the NFL, but I could definitely see that happening with, uh, with Sean. More likely to be in TV next year. Not on TV, but Tom Brady or Sean McVay? No, neither. I, 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 don't, I think Tom Brady's going to play again. Um, and listen, that, that was sort of be my advice to him. Like, you know, I, I retired when I was 40, 
and uh, went into TV. I joined Sunday NFL Countdown. They they offered me a job to sit with Chris Berman on that show. And I'm like, Chris Berman? Are you kidding me? Like, that was my favorite show growing up. That was my favorite show as an adult, you know? And then like, oh, you can sit next to Chris Berman. I'm like, okay, fine. I'm in. Um, but as cool as that was, there's nothing like playing quarterback in the NFL. There really isn't. And so um, if if you can make it work for your family, like part of my thing was my kids were teenagers. I had kids entering high school and I'm trying to be a quarterback in the NFL. It's, it's a different dynamic, but as long as you can really get mastery of that situation and do both of those things well, I, I, would, I would keep playing. You think Sean McVay is just going to take a year off, not take a year off and go into TV? I think he would be awesome at TV. Like I know he would be great. I mean, again, like when I sat down with him the first time, they were getting ready to play a game in Mexico City. And I sat down, we were supposed to watch a little bit of film for like five minutes, like two hours and five minutes later. I'm like, I, I feel like I should be paying you money. I'm learning so much. Can I write some of this down? It was so, it was so awesome. He would be amazing on TV, but I don't think that's what he needs. I think he needs to step back and take a breather and I don't know what, learn some stuff about how to maybe have a healthier balance, maybe delegate a little bit more, maybe not take the losses so hard. I mean, good people that I know well, that I have a ton of respect for, I mentioned the names, Tom Coughlin, Mike McCarthy, Doug Peterson, have taken a year out of football and come back way better, way better. And I think they would tell you that and, and healthier too. Um, and so Sean McVay, I think is one of the best coaches I've ever been around, um, in terms of like the potential to be great. And I think, I think that would probably, I don't think TV is what he needs. Um, even though we would love to have him. All right. Rapid fire here. I'll give you Bengals, Chiefs or Bills. Ah, man. Like those are like my three favorite teams. I, I love those teams. And I think I'm in love with those quarterbacks. Joe Burrow is the hottest quarterback in in football right now. Like if you, I I didn't know it. I'm doing this feature for Joe Burrow. It's it's coming out soon. I think it's going to run this week or next week. It is so cool the stuff I learned about Joe Burrow and his fundamentals. Like this dude makes things that are uncool look cool on the football field too. Um, but I say that in like I'm the huge Patrick Mahomes fan. Josh Allen's probably my favorite quarterback to watch. Um, that, th those three guys, like we're living in just an amazing time where we get to see those guys play. If, if like I've said this last year, if that AFC, if that game against the Bills and the Chiefs was the Super Bowl last year, I would have been fine. Like if you were like, you know what, we're just going to do that game again as the Super Bowl. I would have been like, thank you. This is the best Super Bowl I've ever watched. I'll give you the Eagles or the field. I like the Eagles. And I like a Jalen, a healthy Jalen Hurts. I've had that injury, and it, he looked, he looked like yesterday, like I felt when I tried to play with that injury. Um, hopefully, he gets healthy in time. That buys big. Are the Niners better with Brock Purdy? I think so. I think so. He's the real deal. He needs to be taken seriously, and uh, that's that's crazy to say. But um, like I said earlier, Pete Carroll has a formula and a vision of how he wants to run his team. Kyle Shanahan has the exact same thing, and Brock Birdie's fitting into that perfectly right now. I have said Matt's my favorite Hasselback, haven't I, Paul? Oh, for decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great appearance, mm. man. Wait, you, uh, you, you. Seem, you seem a little uh, suspicious about that. No, I, you know, it's, it's high praise. You know, I was thinking about my wife, my younger brother, a lot of people like Rich Eisen would tell you, and I know you're friends with Rich, Rich Eisen would tell you that my youngest brother, Nathaniel, who people don't know about because he doesn't work on television, um, he's his favorite. And, and most people would usually say that, but, but people like friends of ours, like people who know us always say my wife. So it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it all depends, but I, I thank you for the compliment. I, I would I would have said your dad because I'm in more of that era, having yeah. actually seen your dad play football. But uh, I get that a lot. Like Adrian Wojnarowski, who covers NBA at ESPN. Like I don't know him well. The first time I met him at work, he was like, "Hey, I was a big fan of your dad's growing up." Or Jeffrey Lurie, <laughs> uh, who was the owner of the Philadelphia Eagles. The first time I met him down there, he was like, "I was a season ticket holder for the Patriots. I used to love your dad and Steve Grogan and Russ Francis." I'm like, you know, oh, that's. It's awesome. I appreciate it. Next time we'll have Matt's wife on, Fritzy. When you book them, we'll get Matt. <laughs> That's a good uh, She won't like that. She doesn't like the camera. But uh, it's uh, all right. Have fun this weekend. Thank you again, Matt. Anytime. And Anytime. Uh, Matt Hasselbeck, NFL Countdown with Randy Moss, Teddy Bruschi, Rex Ryan, and Sam Ponder. Saturday and Sunday, Wild Card Weekend. They start at 10 a.m. Eastern, both days on the Mothership. Take a break. 
We've got our play of the day. Your phone calls coming up right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, my God. The play, the play, is play. of the day. Check this out. Fielded at the four by Hines. Coming straight up the middle to the 20. Cuts it back at the 25. He's got an alley down the right sideline to the 40. 50. Down to the 40. 35. 30. 20. 15. 10. 5. Touchdown. Naheem Hines. 96 yards. Hines returned two kickoffs for touchdowns in the game. He's also the first player in NFL history to have a game with multiple kickoff returns for touchdowns and a game with multiple punt returns for a touchdown. He did that week 16 back in 2019. That's courtesy of the Bills Radio Network. That is your play of the day. We could talk about how it's complicated with other banks to uh, redeem credit card rewards. We could talk about how we discover, redeem those rewards for cash in any amount at any time. That's amazing. Learn more. Discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. You know, it's so amazing. I'm watching the game, and I wanted to watch the pregame in Buffalo. Just the spirit. And that atmosphere was wonderful. You know, that's where you go, you know, humanity was on stage there, where you're just saying, this is great. And Hamlin is tweeting during the game, and I'm thinking, this is awesome. You can't lose this game. Opening kickoff, and I'm going, you got to be kidding me. There is, there is no better way to open up a game like that 
You run it back for a touchdown. This is how it uh, sounded. This is a different call of the uh, Heinz touchdown. It's run away as New England decided to defer after winning the toss. And here's Hines on the run back, breaking a tackle and taking it past midfield. And down the sideline he goes. This is storybook. An opening kickoff return for Tamar Hamlin. And this place is absolutely going wild. Oh, you just said this is storybook. This is almost fate. I just can't believe what just happened. Josh Allen, the same thing. Six days removed from this incredible can't believe it. scene that we saw with the Bills player down in Cincinnati, and now... Great Jim Nance on the call there. That was wonderful. You know, just the atmosphere there. Do you have the other uh, touchdown run? Hines takes it a yard deep in the end zone, going to bring it out. Out to the 10, to the 15, up over the 20, 25-30, gets away from the tackler, 35-40, 45-50, they're not going to get him! He's going for another one! 102 yards! Hines had two touchdown returns there on kickoffs. Uh, give me the league total this year. Total kickoff return touchdowns? Uh, Naheem Hines had two, the rest of the league had four. Yeah. Well... You just don't even... How many kickoffs were returned this year? Do we have a percentage? We have an old percentage. we got to check the new one. But usually about 25%, okay. 20, 30% of kicks yeah. are even returned in any way out of the end zone or from the one-yard line. But we're checking the current stats. And then they got him from the Colts. Wasn't that a, a trade prior to the trade deadline? I think they picked him up. But uh, that was great. That was great, great atmosphere there. Gus in Los Angeles leads us off. Hi, Gus. Best and worst of the weekend. Good morning, Mr. Patrick. Hope you and the boys had a good one. So, you know, there was a lot of bad ones throughout the weekend, but, you know, there were two that were too great. There were two great that were too great. So, hey, I'm going to give them a shout-out. First, my Steelers. Yes, we got eliminated. But, man, we were 2-6. and six. We were dead in the water. We were top five in the draft, and all of a sudden we woke up and we finished strong. You cannot say anything bad about that. We had Mitch Trubisky as our starting quarterback. We had a rookie quarterback. Our offensive line depleted, yet we finished 9-8. and eight. Hey, that's awesome to me. You could be a Denver fan this morning. So, hey, it can always be worse. And then the other best, come on, DeMar Hamlin was pronounced, you know, he wasn't pronounced dead, but he did lose a heartbeat twice on Monday night and Sunday morning. He's awake and watching his team play, it's a medical miracle right there, man. You cannot discredit that in, in any which way. Too many greats of the weekend. And as always, you boys have a great week. Thank you, Gus. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, CNN reporting that uh, Hamlin uh, might be released from the hospital soon, maybe as early as this week. That'd be great. Uh, Nick in California. Hi, Nick. What's on your mind today? Hey, good morning, Dan. Good morning, Dan. It's uh, yeah, listening to that, uh, the, the runbacks just gives me goosebumps. But best and worst of the weekend, uh, my best is Chargers losing. Uh, my worst is the Broncos still suck. But uh, I got a pie to the face bet with you, Dan. Your Chargers, I'm picking the Jags this weekend. What do you got? Um, well, I have, the ja- or I have the Chargers anyway. I have them going to the Super Bowl and winning it. Uh, they won't be playing Green Bay, my other pick there. Um, I'm, uh, I'm not going to bet on that. I'm just going to watch the game and enjoy the game. That's it, Nick. But uh, you can take your Jags, and I don't blame you. I don't know what exactly what, what was going on with the Chargers, who were always injured. And then all of a sudden, Coach Staley is playing his starters, and I was watching, and I'm going, this is how somebody gets hurt. It's not improving your, your seating. And I think they lost a couple of players. Guys got banged up in there. I'm like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Update the poll results if you can. Seaton from the first hour. Dude, which team was most disappointing this season? Right now, the Broncos running away with a 52% of the vote. Not even close. Would you guys vote Broncos as, as opposed to the Packers? Like, I thought the Packers could legitimately go to the Super Bowl. I didn't think Denver could legitimately. I thought that there was that possibility. But... I would have thought Green Bay. Hour two coming up. Our good buddy Ross Tucker will stop by. More phone calls as well.
One more item as we close out our one. Oh, it's our favorite sponsor, the one that Fritzy loves talking about. Nobody loves Tire Rack quite like Fritzy does. Tire Rack is amazing. Thank you, Todd. TireRack.com. They've been crushing it for over 40 years. Doing damage, as Fritzy would like to say. Lots of damage. Yes. Well, in a good way, TireRack.com slash Dan. Tell them what you drive, how you drive, where you drive, and they will have you answer a few questions, get a personalized tire recommendation in two minutes or less. The right tires. They got them all. Full lineup of Pirelli tires, test results, tire ratings, consumer reviews. Now, you can skip the waiting room. In many areas, they offer mobile tire installation. A tire rack technician brings new tires to your home or office, installs them on site. You can actually look out the window and watch them do it in less than an hour. TireRack.com slash Dan. See for yourself. TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.